welcome to Career Alchemist Podcast, a space for transforming the ways we build thriving careers and businesses with the power of human design. My name is Tiana, and I help visionary leaders create mission-driven businesses and careers and high-performing teams by unlocking their genetic potential. In this podcast, you're going to hear experts in their fields and their journey of building aligned careers, as well as my insights and experience through the lens of human design. If you're ready to become the alchemist of your career, join us. Hello and welcome to this, I wanted to say special episode, but I would rather say particularly important episode of Career Alchemist podcast. In this episode, I want to reflect on understanding yourself beyond your human design type and why a lot of people make mistakes when they box themselves and prevent their success and progression through overly identifying themselves with their human design type. So you have to start looking your chart and your human design beyond your type. And this is why there are a lot of misconceptions that people have and biases once they found out about their human design and start looking themselves through the lens of their type. So some of the typical stereotypes that I hear my clients saying is when they find out they're a generator, they say, oh, I'm just like a busy bee. I'm here to work for others or I'm not, I'm just a workhorse. I'm not designed to run my own business. That is not true. And particularly I want to say regarding running your business, like everyone has everything off their chart and can be anything they want to be the difference is how they're going to be that so some very important sentence i've heard from karen curry parker and she's the founder of the quantum human design she said that human design it's not who you are it's how you are and i could not more agree with this sentence because human design shows us how we can get to the alignment of being the person we want to be and seeing our potential through the lens of human design. So basically, a lot of people when they're building the business, they start investing in these strategies and all these tools, how to market, how to sell, how to design offers. Everything is like how, how, how investing in strategies and then trying to either fix themselves because those strategies are not working for them or they're trying to, you know, like learn and see like, what is it? What is the missing piece? What is the information they don't have in order to get their business or career to the next level? So human design really shows you how you can get to the level of success and alignment and having a business and career aligned with your innate talents your unique way. So let's get back to these misconceptions. And I really like want to demystify like all the biases that are out there when you are reading and finding about your human design type and how to start looking beyond just your type to look holistically at your human design chart. I already mentioned about the generators and now the manifesting generators I hear saying like they're all over the place. They can't focus. They can't need 
niche down. This is why manifesting generators have throughout the life without the explanation and the language of how they work and operate, they have been molding themselves to fit into this one lane, a linear career, or just have been feeling like misfits because they cannot stick with the one lane. So no manifesting generators, you're not all over the place, you're not jumping around, but you just have to find the ways how to thrive as a multi-potentialate in this linear world. Then a misconception I hear from manifestors is like, oh, I can start things, but I can never finish them. So I cannot uh like build a business because I don't have this sustainable energy. Yes, as a manifestor, you can. And that's right. It's hard to have a consistent energy and the level of excitement as when you're initiating something. It's hard to sustain that level when you're supposed to build something. So that is why you are building and co-creating with the generators and manifesting generators. So it's understanding like how and what kind of a team you need along your side to be able to build something in a sustainable way. Projectors, there's also like something that I'm hearing I'm not a projector but I hear this often that like projectors are supposed to be working four hours a day and then they're like I've met a lot of projectors who have a lot of energy and consistent energy to work and build things so this feels very restrictive to them and I would just like like to refer that there are many many other parts of our human design chart that helps help us understand how much of an energy we do have to build so it's not just the sacral center that generators and manifesting generators have but there are different motors centers their different gifts and talents we are using to build something so really like i want you to get out of these like rules like bs rules that are out there that are circulating about the human design types and last but not least reflectors when they see that they have like all these centers open they perceive themselves as like too sensitive to their environment and too vulnerable or too slow because they move with the cycles of the moon that is also not a correct way to label yourself it just like if you're perceiving yourself as too sensitive you have to start uh, giving it and if that has a negative connotation you have to start giving other words and meaning to that word and actually using this as your gift for yourself not against yourself so why it's important to start looking yourself beyond the human design type it's because sometimes you might not relate to some people based on your type you might find more alignment and similarities between the professional roles the profile lines between different parts and segments of design and this is particularly particularly important when we're talking about hiring and creating teams through the human design lens. If we were just to label people by their human design type and not look at their gifts, how they operate, how they work, what are the environments they thrive in, we would be eliminating and discriminating people. And this is far from what the purpose of human design is. The purpose of this system is to understand the differences between individuals and then use these differences as 
the building blocks and connecting parts and pieces to create cohesive teams. If you're looking through your lens of human design, how to build your business, you are looking through your like solopreneur, like your founder lens of like what kind of a business and how to lead a business, but you should also be looking through the lens of like who are the key people I need around myself to be able to build my business. And that doesn't necessarily and always have to mean your team. You might not have a full-time team. You might have different specialists, consultants coming in to help you build uh, your business, but it also means the clients and the people you're interacting with, how you're fulfilling each other's gaps. And this is important because this gives you the roadmap how to build a thriving business. So I want to give you a couple of thoughts and reflections and things through your human design that are going to help you think about how you can build your business your unique way and how you can actually thrive in it. So to go beyond your human design type, you want to start looking at your gifts. What are your innate gifts? When we're looking at the innate gifts from the lens of human design, this gives us so much clarification on how we can focus on strengthening what we already have, the skills, the gifts, the innate talents, and focusing on what already is working for us instead of trying to fix and implement something that is not working for you. And this is important when we're talking about the well-being, when we're talking about making things easy and moving through the business with ease. It's important to start relying on what has worked for you and understanding, okay, this is in my human design and giving the language why something is working for you. So you have it like basically stamped as your own personal rule and your part of your business toolkit and then strengthening your gifts. If you're not doing this, like you could be working on, like let's say you don't have the sales energy in your chart. So for you, it might be, hard to like pitch directly to some people or you might be a projector who is supposed to be waiting for invitation or a person who has not a defined throat center so you might be experiencing the different ways and styles of communication so this might not be the innate strength and gift of yours. And uh, maybe you also have team role that is related to finance or to leading teams, not essentially in like marketing and communications. And you might be building career in that way and feel very exhausted. So this means that yes, you can build a career and business in an area that is not your innate zone of genius, but you're going to be spending more energy to sustain on something that is not directly and continuously available to you. So I hope this is clarifying like why it's important to rely on what we have instead of like build out and force and force something that we are not and do not have consistent access 
too. Another part that it's important to understand if you're just looking through your human design type lens, like it helps you understand how you create and how you move through the working cycles. So this is important, especially if you have your own business, because building a business is, is not a like nine to five, take a four week of vacation a year type of business model. Uh, because in a business, you're using a lot of your creative genius, a lot of your strategic thinking. So you are not, when you're having your business, you are not in a consistent technical operational mode. You have to rely on your creative cycles and the ways you bring your gifts throughout your offers, services, and products. And this is why it's important to understand how you move through the cycles of the business and how you move through the cycles of the year. Another important thing is to understand and profile lines, which I like to call professional roles, are something that help you understand how you best bring out your gifts. So just to give you a practical example, my profile lines are one, three, which means as a line one, I'm here to dive deep into the knowledge, understand, communicate and share and build a foundation. But as a line three, I'm here to go through the trial and error process to test out different things and share those learnings. So the way that for me is the easiest to bring out my gifts is through sharing educational resources, through sharing my journey, sharing the mistakes and the process, the lessons from the process I have gone through. So this just means like, like this is the way how you bring out your gifts, but it's not also something to mold you in and, and something that's supposed to put more constraints on how you express yourself. Another important part in understanding how you build a business and career is understanding where you thrive. What are the environments that make you thrive and in which ones you're struggling to survive? So if we're looking at the human design as a tool for understanding our genetic potential. And if we're reflecting on epigenetics and the science behind our genes and how certain genes and predispositions can develop depending on an environment we're in, it's also important to understand that certain environments are going to bring out the best in us and allow us to thrive. And certain environments can be very damaging. And those are the ones that are putting us into the, into the state of conditioning, which means like going further away from our innate gifts. So environment is one of the key parts of understanding how you operate best, and how you build your business. Another thing that I wanted to mention are different parts from our chart, which relate to the centers as the area from which we operate, then understanding all the activated gates and channels through human design, which showcase where our strengths are are and understanding through this, these additional pieces and segments of our human design, we understand who are the people we are naturally designed to attract and to whom we can bring 
the most value. So if you're looking about your clients or team members, you want to start looking like who are the people that have that complement your skills. So this is one of the mistakes that some of the founders make is when in the beginning, like they think they should be hiring people who are same like them. And this is a big misconception because you want to start hiring people who are complementing your gifts, who have what you don't have. And this is also when you're looking from the perspective of consultant, coach, as a service provider, business owner, you want to start looking at like, what is it that you have and your clients and prospects do not have? And this is how you're showcasing the value you're bringing to them. So yes, there are specific aspects of our human design where we can see who we are here designed to attract and basically click with and provide the most value. Through understanding this, we also understand then how we are uniquely designed not just to operate, but to express ourselves. So human design gives us the language to understand how we operate and like all of these unconscious things that we don't have the language for, we with human design, we do have. So It is a language for helping us express our authenticity, helping us create our messaging, our sales pitch, content, uh, stories, and really understanding how do we activate the aligned message that we are here to transmit and communicate. Another piece of human design that is very helpful, especially for designing teams, are the team roles and how each individual is designed to thrive within a team. So understanding this as an individual, you really understand if you are in the right or wrong career, if you are in the right or wrong environment, and if you whether you are using and relying on your best skills. So understanding all of these segments of human design helps us understand holistically how we're designed to thrive and build a business model. And basically, when you're creating your business and business model using your human design, you are really creating a tailored business model for you, for how you're designed to thrive and who you are born to be. So same as we are using business canvas to design our business or as we're looking at financial statements and numbers to understand our business, we are using our human potential, our human design chart to design that business and to see beyond the numbers, to see the people, to see the energy behind what we are building. To give you a practical insight into why it's important to look at your human design chart holistically to design your business, I want to give you a comparison of business models of Elon Musk and Oprah Winfrey. Elon Musk is a manifesting generator and Oprah Winfrey is a generator. If they were just to look at at themselves through their human design type, this wouldn't have a lot of meaning and a lot of input into how to design their business. So if we're looking at their human design chart and if we're looking at the key differences into how they're building their business, 
and how they're building their personal public brand, we are going to notice that Elon Musk is here to design solutions and to start businesses, to start different ideas. Whereas Oprah is here to create networks, to invest in certain philanthropic endeavors. And yes, she is building profitable businesses, but she's also very philanthropic oriented person, which we can see through the different organizations she has started and uh, different businesses she has invested in. So both of them are, even though they fall into the category of generators, whereas Elon Musk is a manifesting generator, both of them are investing and building different businesses. But the area in which they are steering their efforts and how they're building it is very much different. The biggest difference we can see and notice is the way they build their brand and how they communicate. I mean, both of them do have built the authentic personal brands. Like what they're showing publicly is who they are and what we can see through their human design chart. So Elon Musk and his brand is all about like the hard work, the drive, the focus and strength. And and there's a lot of like the energy of stress that his brand is about. And this is why he is a big advocate of like working 80 hour work weeks. And then he wants people, what happened with Twitter and now X, like when he took over, he wanted people who can sustain this way of working. So very typical manifesting generator, high focus, high energy and drive for work is what he has and what he's projecting on other people. Whereas as we look at Oprah and the way she is designed to build her personal brand is through care, is through the deep care for other people and the needs of other people. So she does have this completely different archetype and it is who she authentically is. And that is how she is building her business and how she is presenting herself. Also, if we look like even beyond their human design type, if we look at how they're designed to thrive, Elon Musk is designed to thrive as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, a person who is very much into his solo energy. And he does speak about this, like having this solo time and like very, very meeting strict to the point, whereas Oprah is designed to thrive in networks. So she is building this like network and uh, her company is public uh, communication company. And she is, you know, like bringing all these different people into her world and expanding and showcasing her network through her shows, through the work she's doing. And as I already mentioned, through the philanthropic organizations she's building. As you can see, both of them are designed to have consistent access to this building energy, but both of them are entrepreneurs, they're business owners, they're building businesses and their personal brands in completely different ways, in their unique way and authentic way. So hopefully this shines a little bit of a more light to your human design chart and helping you understand yourself and see beyond the human design type. And this is particularly important because 
using uh, all of the, there are so many different personality assessment tools. And unlike human design, they're based on your own inputs and answers and can be biased by your current feeling, state of mind. And with those assessments, what they usually give us, they give us information to better understand ourselves, which is similar to human design. But human design goes much beyond that because it's not just an information but it is a transformational system. It doesn't just give us the understanding and awareness of how we best work, how we operate, what our archetypes are, etc., etc., but it gives us the practical insights into how we can move beyond that information and really create transformation in our lives through our businesses. So I hope you found this episode helpful and hope this is giving you a new perspective of looking at your own potential through your human design lens. And if you like to design your unique business map, feel free to reach out at the link at this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Career Alchemist Podcast with Jana Burek. If you like this episode, please share it with a fellow career alchemist or leave us a review. If you'd like to learn how to build a thriving career or business by your human design, sign up for the free training and the link in this episode. For additional resources, please visit careeralchemist.com.